Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 409, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Oh, good evening, partner. How are you? Good. Did you like the pictures of me suffering through a 20-plus inch blizzard the other day? Yep. That made you happy, didn't it? Yep. You didn't respond, though. I was waiting to get like the laugh. You just, just took it in stride. It was miserable. should probably turn this basketball game down. Who are you watching? I just well, I was watching Paul Feinbaum earlier, so this is the SEC Network with Kentucky okay. and Vanderbilt. Interesting. There's one good game tonight. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Marquette and Villanova. I think is the only. Yeah, I don't. I don't get into game. that. You don't, don't like the Big East? Leagues. No. Only SEC, even for basketball. No, I like the Big Twelve. I like the Big Twelve basketball. They're good this year. Big Twelve is always pretty good. Terrible Texas, football conference. Texas Tech is pretty solid this year. Are they still in the Big 12? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I say that? Texas A&M is in the SEC, correct? Right. They went to the SEC years ago. Right. Them in Missouri. That's right. <clears throat> anyway, we, we digress. You, so, haven't been, you haven't been getting any snow down there, but it's been cold, hasn't it? Or has it turned back around? No, it turned back around. It was like 78 today. Absolutely oh, gorgeous. Beautiful. I hope I didn't lose my... Uh, my uh, shrubs, though. Oh, it got that cold. You got a yeah, frost. Yeah, we we got we got we got a freeze. Wow! And all the palm trees in the neighborhood, like they're all like yellow, hmm. yellow and brown. And I've been reading, and they said that they'll come back, but it takes a long time. Yeah, because a lot of times, what happens with the plants like that that aren't used to it, the the water inside the uh, the plant. It freezes and it, uh, the ice crystallizes and it breaks the cell wall, so it does does a lot of damage. That's why it gets discolored like that because all the cell walls are breaking. So that will it come back though? Yeah, uh, it should. Okay. Because I mean, on grass, when you get like frost damage and things like that, it comes back, but it has to kind of grow itself out. Yeah, that's what I heard. Because you know, because yeah, you're supposed to cover it, blah blah blah. But like, we're gonna get our freeze. You know, right? You know, whenever it's the coldest, like six in the morning, you know, because it gets cold all night. Six in the morning, it was going to be 32. And then by eight o'clock, it was going to be 34 again because the sun was coming up. So literally, we had a a freeze for two hours, maybe both nights. So, right, right. But four hours was obviously enough. Enough of it. Yeah. 
I mean, like a lot of my plants are like brown. Oh, I'm like, geez. I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you can't replace it every year. But I mean, theoretically, every year you could. This is the worst one, you know, the coldest we've been in five or six years. But theoretically, you yeah. could redo your yard. And did everyone co- like did a lot of people cover their stuff? Uh, like a lot of the ground plants, but it's yeah. impossible to cover your palm trees. Well, that's true. They should. I mean, they're big enough. They'll it'll grow it. Out. It might take a few months, but it'll grow out. Yeah, I was reading back. that some some people said like it takes sometimes four or five months because you really you know you have to get into the summer. Yeah, it doesn't look dead. It just it looks it looks Look, sick. You know, looks yeah, damaged. Looks... Yeah, yeah, not a lot. I don't know enough about that kind of stuff. What Those do they call of... them? Horticulturists. Horticultural. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. need to bring one of those on the show, don't you think? Yeah, I could probably get somebody. For our first segment? <laughs> yeah, if we need to. That would be fantastic, don't you think? You like that? Talk about palm trees, palm fronds. Is it a palm that you have or what Yeah, I've got a Christmas uh I've got a few Christmas trees. And then I have uh, I forget what the name of the new one that I just put in. Gotcha. So you right are you how's the golf game? Because now that it's we're awful. I just went and talked to my buddy. I'm starting my lessons with him on Monday. Oh, you're gonna have you're gonna be starting lessons like well, I'm weeks not gonna, before. I'm not, I'm not gonna suck for another month. It's it's no That's fun. True. I guess you got to do something. You get to it, it, what are you gonna do? One a week? No, he, he even told me he goes. I you know every other maybe every third. Oh, so you're gonna be like two lessons into it. You're gonna be having all the gadgets out and every. We're gonna be screwed, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I haven't touched a club in six months, and you're gonna be. All in your head, tinkering around. I'm gonna be standing on the first tee. <laughs> have new swing team. thoughts. <laughs> um, we were talking about the member guests a yes. little earlier. Mm-hmm. Are you listen? You know how I've been talking wow. about country club shoes. Yes. So the guy that I play with, he has classic country club shoes. They're slip-ons, okay. but they look yeah. really nice. So I ran into this guy at Disney, and I said, "Son, I go, those are country club shoes." He goes, "What are you talking about?" I said. This guy I play golf with wears these. He goes, oh, they're the most comfortable things. He goes, they're sturdy. They look good. They're slip-ons. They're like sandals, but you can walk through the pox, blah, blah, blah. So I'm getting a pair of these things. They're called Hey Dudes. Hey Dudes. Hey Dudes. Would you be open to, to uh, matching shoes with me, too? They're fantastic. Take a look at them. Oh, they're only 60 bucks. Yeah, they're not bad. I was looking on Amazon just to see if I could get them quick. They have a ton of them on Amazon. Oh, send me the link. Yeah, I'll do it. You, 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 aren't they? Bo- aren't can you I'll, see them? I might ship them to your house just to be safe. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> what size are you? Thirteen. Oh, so am I. So I'll just we'll get that <laughs> done. That's funny. Yeah, I'll wear those. Aren't they, don't you want a pair of these? Now though? the like question a... is: Are we going to have to go to like the PGA Superstore and get matching shirts before we I go? I don't know. You don't want to invest in that, do you? No, well, I told you they have to. They'd have to. I'm not buying like Walmart shirts just for this thing. Well, that's why I, I said like the PJ Superstore. Nice, comfortable. We'll see. Which one are you getting? Like the, the like the two tone. You know what I like? I like, I like this one right here, parts. This is really. Oh, this one's only. These are only thirty-eight ninety-nine. Oh, do it, yeah. Hundred percent. I already owe you for two chips in the uh, pro shop. 
anyways just just because of who you were it was linked right up to my account or that's what, what it said I, when i read the email it's like if you or your guest spends over it will be charged right to your account i'm like oh perfect i can spend as much as i want here the christmas <laughs> presents take i got an itemized bill oh, yeah, i paid for it i'll pay for it my, my account's gonna get suspended i wonder <laughs> if the, like there is a spending limit oh these are ugly I only spent two two points more. I didn't go crazy. Oh, these. All right. Well, let's. You can send it to me a little bit later, unless you're gonna show me immediately. I don't want to bog down the uh, entertainment factor here. Yeah, come on, we can move on. So what else? I got another storm coming in. They're saying Friday. Yeah, it's an killing. Ice storm. It's killing. Um... I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a little nervous about like travel because I'm still in that danger zone on March first, aren't I? Oh, of course you are. That could be bad. But I got an extra like two days of buffer, so I should be I should get down for the tournament. I just could ruin our practice rounds, don't you think? Uh, I think we're gonna be. I'm confident. I need that practice round at Sarah Bay. the The other practice mm-hmm. round, I could with that, I could take or leave that one. But that Wednesday round, that's necessary, don't you think? Yes. I can't yeah, walk see out the there course. on Thursday for the first time blind. No, you got to see the course. I got to see the course. Yeah, it's, it's, it has to happen. Hey, before we get too deep into it, do you want to talk about uh, get people to check out our YouTube page? Because you just uploaded a new video. Yeah. You? Yeah. We got Amari up there. I had computer. I, I lost my computer for a couple months mm-hmm. and it had all, all of my stuff on it. So it was. What did I say it was pro- uh, the power the power unit went? Yeah, you lost something. So you got that. Just, so I've I cleaned everything up. I've got everything on the clouds. So we're gonna be putting up more than one a week. Good. So and I got a Mari good, dining yeah. review up there. It's really good. It's only ten minutes long. Go ahead and give it a thumbs up and comment. Yeah, and that's a that's a good one because you're not seeing a ton of those out there. Do a restaurant. It's technically not a Disney restaurant, so you don't. Get no, you're not seeing it. No, every time I search, you only see a couple up out there. So. So check it out. You loved it there. I loved it. I there. mean, we talked about it on the podcast, and you guys raved. And then you're looking. I'm looking at this food in this video, and that margarita pizza messed me up. How good was that? How good I did saw, that look? Because you were showing the bread service, and yeah. I just see you dipping in the bread, and then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see that pizza. You see the on pizza? The right like, oh, 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 hold on. Let's go back mm-hmm. to the pizza over here. That looked fantastic. I didn't even get to the entrees yet because we started recording. But oh, so good. Oh. It... Well, what was I? What didn't I message you? Yes, yes, last night saying that the you porterhouse still was taste messing the porterhouse. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I said I could still taste the porterhouse. You know the good porterhouse. Like I love porterhouses, but you know the mm-hmm. ones that are real fat. You know sometimes you get the skinny ones if they're on sale at the market. Oh yeah, and they're just the fillet side just isn't. It's just kind of like an afterthought. The fillet. Yeah, side. it's yeah. very. It's just very rough. Even the strip part is just red. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oof. This was not like that, is what you're no, saying. No, no, okay. no, no. I want to go back. You're dying. That dying was the back. best one of the day, though. But yeah, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Check out that dining review. Subscribe if you haven't already. We do. Yeah, we're it. up over 200 now. I saw that. Very nice with your new uh, burner email <laughs> subscription. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. No, my burner email was 202. So we got to 201 legit. Oh, okay. Very nice. 
so yeah over 200 we're just trying to grow that and grow the podcast and keep things moving along as we enter we are now in february bill the month mm-hmm. we started recording eight years ago 2014 2014 eight years ago we were recording this thing little did we know and it's it it's so weird like because i was thinking about that the other day and i'm like it seemed like forever that i was doing that show in my loft in chaska and actually we it was like a year yeah it was less than a year because we went right. from february to december i mean this this podcast is very responsible for you living in florida right now yes it is not 100 percent, but it, it gets some of the uh some of the credit i would say for sure some of the credit anyway on that note should we take uh, our first break here yeah all right we'll be right back We are back from break episode number 409 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week we're going to talk about the 2022 Flower and Garden Festival food booth. Something we haven't done in a while. Doing the food booths. And uh, I'm excited. I like I like talking about them. You don't as much as you no, used to. I got tired the, of them. The festivals don't excite you anymore. They, not like which they I did. understand. I still like the art festival. Because of the art, like the food part. I like the I art. Yeah, I'm just I'm done with the food. The problem is it got so watered down because now they have the four different festivals that they do. They have the Christmas one. They have the obviously the food and wine. And then they have the flower and garden and the art festival, and they're all very similar. The booths are basically the same, and the menus are pretty close on a lot of them. So they definitely watered it down, but. I still like going through and, and seeing what they got going on. So we're going to start off, uh, unless you have anything else you want to say here, do you want to just get right into it? Yeah. All right. So we got the uh, Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. Obviously, the small plates we have. The first one is the Bowern Market, the Farmer's Market, which has uh, potato pancakes with a house-made applesauce. No, thanks. Potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. That's going to be a no. That sounds okay. Toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. That sure. sounds okay. And a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of berries, but I do like a cheese Danish. Like a cheese Danish is way up on the list for me. I okay. You... Okay. It. it... It is one of those things that just absolutely reeks vacation. 
Yes, it's like a continental breakfast. I don't know what it is, but that good cheese, either the cheese or the apple, Mm -hmm. it just reeks vacation. And if it's done well, oh. Look out, yes. uh, Yeah, I love a cheese Danish, so that sounds pretty good. Yeah, you're right. It does scream vacation because, like, you get the quick breakfast, you grab a a pastry and a coffee. Yep. You're like, ooh, a cheese Danish food. Because you don't, like, sometimes you don't want the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. You want the Danish, and you get the cheese Danish. Yeah, but you never have have that stuff at home unless, like, somebody's going to get a box and come over, like, at Christmas Eve or Thanksgiving. But Right, it's like a special occasion. It totally is. It's just one of those things that you only have on vacation. That's a very good point. I never really thought of that, but I do like a cheese Danish. I brought the A game today, Jurgen. It's like a buffet. Like you have it at the buffet once in a while. They'll be there, and you, you say, "Oh, that's." But you're on vacation. You're at the breakfast buffet on vacation. That's absolutely right. We'll move on to the uh, the cider house, which this is more of a beverage booth, but they do have two uh, food options. One is the house made potato and cheddar biscuit with salmon tartare. Nope. Which is a little strange because they always say like don't do seafood and cheese together, right? Uh, the Italians tell you not to. Right, but it just in general, you don't see it a lot. And then you get a salmon tartare, which is basically like chopped up raw salmon. Then you put it on like a cheddar biscuit. That seems a little strange to me. And then uh, the other option is a dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream. I'm sure that's fine. It wouldn't be something I would I would go for, but it sounds perfectly fine. Should we move along to the uh, the citrus blossom? What do you think of this? We have an, uh, obviously it's going to be citrus focus. We have a Meyer lemon poached lobster salad with a grapefruit rosé vinaigrette, yuzu marinated hearts of palm, and avocado yuzu panna cotta. Nope. Too far out for you, isn't it? Yep. That's a lot of stuff that doesn't go with stuff. The first part sounded okay, like a Mm -hmm. lemon poached lobster. I'm on board, but everything else after that kind of, it got further and further away from God's light and I wasn't ready for it. This one sounds good, though. Mm-hmm. A citrus braised crispy pork belly with kumquat and carrot. Yeah, sure. I don't know what a kumquat is, but I can pick around that stuff. But a citrus braised crispy pork belly. Sign me up for that. And then for dessert, they have a citrus shortcake. Orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, and a citrus crumble. To be honest, that sounds like a fantastic Florida dessert, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like a light orange cake. Yeah, that sounds good to me. We're going to move on to the Epcot Farmer's Feast. This has a rotating menu of three items, apparently. They have a tomato and cornbread panazella with burrata cheese and fresh basil. That sounds okay to me. A barbecue seared pork tenderloin with summer succotash, herb butter, and a grapefruit vinaigrette. Mm -hmm. And a lemon ricotta cheesecake on an oatmeal raisin cookie butter with passion fruit mango compote. That's a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tomato cornbread sounds good, though. I don't like cornbread. Oh, you don't? No. I love, I'm a big fan of cornbread. Oh, I hate cornbread. Oh, that's strange. They're too sweet? Is that the problem? Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't like the, I think, I think the one over at uh, Wilderness Lodge is okay, but... It, like if it's really if it's made well, I like it. But you, you, the typical just it gets like it gets over bright yellow. It just yeah, they just a lot they of all seem to have out. the same taste. Well, yeah, it's the corn, right? So if you don't like that, 
general taste, yeah, you're not. But I've it. but I've had them like at a decent restaurant where you can tell that they were really freshly made, and 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 I do like those. If it doesn't get dried out and it's fresh, then it can be very good. Like they, I could have sworn they do I've have had, a tendency of getting dried out though. I've had the one at Whispering Canyon, and it's pretty good there. Okay. So that's at the Epcot Farmers Feast. Nothing there really jumps out at you. It sounds like the nope. the the pork tenderloin sounds okay. We have the Epcot Sunshine Griddle, which has avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes and fresh goat cheese on a toasted ciabatta. That's that actually sounds really good to me. I, I know it's probably. Do you like goat cheese? I'm sure I've had it. I can't recall though off the top of my head. I love goat cheese. It's very strong, very distinct flavor. It's almost like a, it's a like a tart flavor of cheese, but I, I like it. It's very unique. We also have a shrimp and grits, blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa. That sounds pretty good. How about this, Bill? A corned beef brisket hash with house-made potato barrels, onions, peppers, cheese curds, and a soft poached egg with Tabasco hollandaise on top. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. And then we have a uh, fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. So this is like this is like a breakfast kind of everything's kind of like breakfast themed at this one. Because even the drinks is a Fruit Loop shake and a uh, cold that brew coffee so cocktail. Oh, that's yeah. awful. You wouldn't like the Fruit Loops, oh. would you? <laughs> I didn't even like them when I was a kid. I didn't like Fruit Loops either. Too much going on. Way too sugary. Yep. Way too colorful. I didn't mind, you know what I didn't mind though was the uh, fruity pebbles, which is basically the same thing, but I didn't hate fruity pebbles. I did not like fruit loops. Yeah, those weren't terrible. Speaking of, yeah, you what was pebbles? Was that like chocolate? Cocoa pebbles was good. Cocoa pebbles. That was better, but like once in a while if you had the fruity pebbles, I could get down with that. Well, yeah, they weren't cuz they weren't too much. Yes. We're going to go to the flavorful kitchen hosted by Advent Health. We have grilled baby vegetables with hummus cream and red pepper coulis. You're on the hummus train now. I saw you eating that in that video with the bread service. Surprisingly, I was I was pleasantly surprised. With I mean, that those bread olives look fantastic, though. What's that? The olives inside the hummus looked amazing. Didn't that look good? Oh man. Then we have at this uh, the same booth. We have a seared verlasso salmon with farro risotto and micro herbs. You're not a salmon guy, are you? Generally. Generally, no, but I do like, is it the sea? I like a good cedar, cedar plank. plank. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a little different. But then we have a strawberry mousse with cho- chocolate crisp pearls. That sounds fine. That sounds okay. Yep. So not too bad. That one's okay. Some good stuff at that one. Then we're going to move over to uh, Fleur de Lis, which is in the France area. We have a Goat cheese tart with caramelized onions on a flaky pastry crust. That sounds fantastic. We have... I'm only reading the English translations. They do have it in French as well. We have a braised duck confit a l'orange with Parisian gnocchi. Sounds good as well. A large chocolate macaroon lollipop. And then we have a... Caramelized beignet filled with vanilla cream and glazed with caramel fleur de sel. So a salted caramel beignet. I mean, 
That all sounds good at that. It point. all sounds fantastic. Yes, sir. The, whatever booth they throw in France usually comes up with some really big winners. The Escargot is always good. Yes. They always have a good, like, bread, like a savory bread, too, which this goat cheese tart sounds fantastic. We have Hanami, which I believe is going to be in uh, Japan. They have the Frushi, which is the fruit sushi, strawberry, pineapple, and cantaloupe wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, drizzled berry sauce, and toasted coconut. It's a cute idea, not something I would order. But doesn't sound bad. That sounds like something that would be great to get, like, with the kids if they want to, like, pretend they're eating sushi and they get, like, the little fruit, nice little treat on a warm day, some cold fruit. Not too bad. This sounds good to me. Shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise and cucumber slices finished with creamy avocado and violet sauce. And then we have a soy-glazed pork shank with truffle mashed potatoes, crispy lotus flour, garlic chips, and green onion. How good does that sound? That 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 right there is probably the best shot of the day. I best think. shot of the day. Soy-glazed pork shank. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Truffle mashed potatoes. Sign me up. Garlic chips and green onion. Oh. I, I, mean, I, think, crispy lotus flour, I think that's the best that, one of the day right there. That does sound pretty good. Next, we move along to the Honey Bistro, B-E-E. Stro hosted by the National Honey Board. We have a Tupelo honey and sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon, and house-made whipped honey butter. That <laughs> sounds all right to me. You wouldn't like that because it's like a cornbread again. Yep. But it's that sounds good to me. We have a lavender honey mustard marinated chicken flatbread with whipped honey ricotta cheese, marinated vegetables, and a purple haze lavender goat cheese. It's like a fancy pizza. It sounds like it might be okay. And then as the dessert, they have a local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom honey, whipped cream, whipped honey, crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, and fennel pollen meringue. There's just, there's too much orange going on. I don't like orange, believe it or not. You don't like orange. Oh, orange blossom isn't orange. That's like the flower that the bees pollinate on to make the honey. So that's an orange blossom honey. It's not going to taste uh, okay. like okay. But everything in that is just honey. It's like honey on top of honey. That would be one of the sweetest things you could probably ever eat. Yeah, you're going to go into a diabetic shock right there. <laughs> I like. Uh, do you like honey? Do you mm. put it in tea ever or anything like that? No, I, no, I don't. Nope. I, I, do I know you're a tea guy, right? I'm a, I'm a big tea guy, yeah. I love honey. I think honey's great to cook with certain things like if you need like a little bit of sweetness especially in like asian if you're doing any asian cooking a little bit of honey in there you bring that like sweet note to it but i don't like super sweet i like mixing honey and savory stuff i don't like just sweetness of honey you know what i mean yes i do i know what you're talking yep we will move along to the uh, jardin de fiestas we have a tostada de cochinita, which is braised pork on a crispy corn tortilla with black beans topped with pickled onions, mango habanero relish, and oregano. What do you think of that? Mm. Not, not your favorite? Take it or leave it? We have a taco vampiro, braised beef on a corn tortilla with crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese and salsa ranchera. That oh, hell yeah. Good. Oh, hell yeah. Now, unfortunately, there's going to be two words in this that's going to make you unhappy, but everything else sounds pretty good. We have the sopa de chorizo, 
And here's the two words you're not going to like. Plant-based ground chorizo on fried corn dough with black beans and avocado mousse. How good would that be with actual chorizo, though? Instead of like a plant-based fake one. I, I'd kinda, I'm kind of interested to see how they taste. Oh, really? The plant-based? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I did do that... Uh, I told you about that. I did that like impossible Whopper back a couple years ago. And yeah, you said you liked it. It was, it tasted exactly like it. You couldn't convince me it was not a Whopper. I was actually surprised how close it was. Do you see KFC has fake chicken now beyond chicken? Like you can get a bucket of fake chicken. At at that point, if you're going to go through the effort of going to Kentucky fried chicken, like, you know they're frying it in the same vat of oil, so you're already getting, like, the actual chicken on it. So might as well just have the... No, they could... Like, I don't if... think they can. No, you don't think so? No, because v, that's that's a religion. Yeah, they're not going to go there. No, vegans aren't, vegans aren't going to go there to begin with. But you can't have any type of meat touching anything. It's against the rules. But I don't think it is because it's not an allergy thing. It's a preference you, thing. You you have to go to confession if you're a vegan and you accidentally lick yes, like a piece of yes, chicken or something. Yeah, yeah, you've true. never you've not you haven't read up on the Church of Veganism. Have I you? have not. Yes. Well, because I remember when Burger King go back to that, they first came out with that. They basically said that they cook it on the same grill, <sighs> so it's not technically like vegetarian, even though it's like the Beyond the Impossible Burger. It was still cooked on the same grill, so people were all up in arms about it. They're like, "Listen, we're not gonna like install new grills to cook three of these Impossible Whoppers a day. So you're either gonna deal with it or not order it." Well, yeah, you don't want to mess with that group. They're gonna boy. Yeah. They're gonna. <laughs> yeah, but don't I don't mess think with that I don't group, think but... the vegans were a big uh, consumer of the Burger King in general. No, but they're loud. That's true. You got a boycott. You got vegans boycotting Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't think it's going to hurt their bottom line too much. I don't think so either. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to go on a limb. Now, if you got big fat pigs like me boycotting Kentucky Fried Chicken, then they got problems. If they start making, if they start making the likes of me angry about something, then they're, then you're going to see their stock market, uh, their profit margins go down quite a bit, don't you think? Yes. Let's move on to La Isla Fresca. We have a lamb curry with sweet uh, with uh, sweet plantains and rice. These shoes are messing me up right now, Pius. I know. Well, we'll talk about that off air. I'm looking think- at them right now. I'm not even. These shoes are so nice. What are you thinking of lamb curry? Well, like, what's what's your thought on lamb? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Not my first choice, but sure. Yeah. Do you like curry? Uh yes. I love curry. That's not my the, favorite. Not, not like you do, but. That's my favorite Buffalo Wild Wings sauce is their spicy Thai curry. That's my favorite one. Okay, so we have the lamb curry. Then we have a sugar cane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and a coconut lime sauce. I'll set with that. That sounds okay to me. Then we have a tropical mousse cup. Layers of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. It's not my style, but it sounds like it's a good combination of stuff. Not too bad. Let's move on to the Lotus House. This is uh, in China, I believe. We have the Papa Cakes. Potato cakes filled with shrimp and water chestnuts served with house-made strawberry sauce. That's I don't know. Shrimp and strawberries does not sound like it would go together to me. No, it doesn't. 
And I'm I'm all about the weird combos. You are famously against those combos. And even this is a little bit of a I'm getting a little side-eyed on this one. But we move on to the next two, which sound very good. The bonbon chicken skewer with sesame and peanut sauce. That sounds fine. And then house-made crab and cheese wontons, which is basically a crab rangoon, which is one of my favorite favorite things from a Chinese takeout. You're not a big Chinese food guy anyway. Do you like crab rangoons? Do you ever get that? When you I get don't it? even know what that is. No. It's like I the usually... wonton filled with the uh, cream cheese. And oh, crab. no, 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 no. I don't like that. No, no, okay. no, no. They're good. I like a good mugu guy pan. Yeah. That means that you don't? I'm not a huge. I don't usually get that. I go with, I'm like the, even when it comes to Chinese food standards, I do like the junk food Chinese food. I'm always like General Tao's, boneless spare ribs. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I'm that, playing oh. the hits, the real bad stuff. Are you just killing the bedroom the next day? Oh, it's bad. I do. I, I did one today, right? I swear to God. Kristen said that she thought she burnt her hair when she was drying her <laughs> hair. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> You can smell it up. Like, I did it in bed. She's, like, drying her hair in the other. Like, I go, she goes, it came all the way down the hall into the, where I'm taking a shower. She goes, it was so bad, I thought I burnt my hair, and I had to check it. And I'm like, no, that's his orphan. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Shall we move Uh, on to the next? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's check out the next menu item. This is the Magnolia Terrace. This sounds pretty good. This is like a Cajun kind of thing. We got crawfish etouffee with andouille sausage and dirty rice. Oh, sign love, me up. I love that. etouffee, don't you? Oh, just sign me up for that. Oh, crawfish etouffee. I mean, now I want to go to Nolens with andouille sausage. Oh, that I would be it. a good jet. That would be a good trip, don't you think? For like we would two guys who love to that. eat. We would not. Sur- is there any good golf there though? You never hear about like that as a golf destination. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm sure there's something, but. You don't hear about it. Like people talk, you go to all these other places, there's golf everywhere, but never hear about New Orleans. Although they play the Zurich down there, don't they? The Zurich Classics. There's got to be a couple decent places. I'm sure there's good golf course. It's in the South. Yeah, sure. How about a Cajun style roasted oyster? See, I only like raw oysters. I don't I'd like give cook- this a try, though. Would you? I, I, yeah, I mean, that sounds fantastic. I love Cajun. A house made boudin two ways with spicy mustard. I, don't I have to confess I don't know what boudin is. Yeah, but anything that's followed by two ways is always good. Yes, boudin. Oh, it's a it's a sausage. It's okay. A, uh, then then sign us up. Boudin are various kinds of sausage in French, Luxembourg, Belgium, Quebec, Cajun, and Creole cuisine. Okay, so they're they're a special kind of sausage. So two kinds of sausage, <clears throat> which sounds good to me. Then we have a now. Here's the big question: How do you say this next word? Are you are you on the menu here? Yeah, I'm looking at. Um, I thought it was just a pecan cake with maple. Okay, so whip. you say pecan. I also say pecan. It, there's oh, pecan it's pecan. Or there's pecan. I say pecan. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I don't know the southern way, but there's three ways to say it. So pecan cake with maple whipped cream. Sounds good. I, I'm a sucker for pecan pie or pecan anything. I like it. And then a pecan praline. That's one of the best things ever. I would hang out at this this booth for sure. For sure. Even the drinks sound pretty good. A Bayou cocktail. 
Spiced rum, coconut rum, fruit punch, and orange juice. Yeah, I could I could uh, hang out at this. Yeah, that sounds truck. that sounds like a good that sounds like a good summer cocktail. Yeah. So we're gonna move on from the Magnolia Terrace and we're going along to the Northern Bloom. How good does this sound? <laughs> we have seared scallops <clears throat> with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Canada, correct? I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Canada area. Beef tenderloin tips, must uh, with a mushroom bordelaise sauce, whipped potatoes, and garden vegetables. Again, good lord, fantastic! Even this sounds good. A griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote and a sweet corn gelato. No doubt about it. It makes me want to go there just for that. Yeah, that all three of those sound fantastic. Yeah, they have a maple popcorn milkshake too which i know that wouldn't be your thing but i know people have talked about that in the past that it was pretty good and i'll tell you what parts i think that's why our podcast is so important because going in there's a lot of duds right I think what you need to do is you need to game plan <clears throat> and oh, what definitely. better way to game plan than to listen to our podcast you listen to it you say "Ooh, canada yes the bayou yeah. yes you got to go to those france of course but you can skip a lot of them you don't need to waste your time going over reading the menus because there's some duds like you said mm-hmm like this next one, the pineapple promenade. My advice is to always skip this at every festival because it's always the same, right? Yeah, it's always it's the like same. the hot dog with some mango chutney on it. Again, yeah. we got a spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips and a dole whip. It's like we'll just in a they have a mixed berry buttermilk cake. Just all skip, skip, skip. Nothing there for us. Not the pineapple promenade. We have the primavera kitchen, which we're now we're in Italy. They have a rustic Italian flatbread with tomato sauce and mozzarella, a little margarita pizza. Now, the only thing is that this could either be fantastic or really, really boring. Usually, the Italian booth is really bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds good, and then you go and you see it, and you taste it, and you're like... Although, I think I got a ravioli with your parents, and it was really good. Okay. So, you can find a few gems. Yeah, I think it's hit or miss. I know we, we... We we stopped there and I was expecting the worst, but the food was good, so it all depends. Yeah. Then we have an Arancini, which is a sweet sausage fried risotto ball with pomodoro sauce. Those are good. Have you ever had an Arancini? Yes. An Arancini? Those are yes, good. Like we have. Those. Uh I don't I hate to I hate to do it to you, but the one at Il Molino is to die for. Is it? Yeah. Oh I don't doubt that at all. And I don't I, doubt I don't want to bring second. that restaurant up. You know my feelings on that. And then they have a traditional Sicilian cannoli, which cannoli's not my favorite. No, me neither. I, I don't like cannolis. They're like little heartburn pellets for me. Just looking at one, I get heartburn from that pastry shell. We have a at the refreshment port, they always have that crazy poutine. This is a Italian sausage and pepper poutine. So dirty Italian sausage and peppers on top of some French fries with gravy. That's filthy. Very filthy. And then they have a popsicle trio, honeydew, raspberry mint, and coconut lime. That's a pass. We're going to move on to the Tangerine Cafe, Taste of the Medina. I don't know what that means. So we have Moroccan seafood couscous with shrimp, mussels, olives, preserved lemons, and anchovy breadcrumbs. That actually sounds pretty good. We have Plus, a... it's the best one of the day, too. Is it? It's the best, the best one, one of the day. day. We have shakshuka, which is a Moroccan baked eggs 
in spiced eggplant and tomato stew. So that sounds like something you would like. Do you like eggplant? Oh, I love eggplant. See, I don't. But eggs. How do you with... not like eggplant? I don't like eggplant. I don't know. Not the favorite. texture? Yeah, I think it is the texture. I like a nice, like, thin fried eggplant where it's crispy. But if you get, like, a, a little bit of a bigger piece, it gets that, mm. like, slimy texture sometimes I don't like. A Moroccan baked eggs and a spiced eggplant and tomato stew sounds okay. Lemon Magdalena cake with fig compote and sangria gel. That's fine. It is what it is. We have the trowel and trellis hosted by Impossible Foods. So here you go. We're going to get all the uh, the vegans happy now. Grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread. That actually sounds okay. That sounds good. Impossible sausage and kale soup. We have a boneless, of course, if it's if it's impossible, it has to be boneless, right? Yeah, I don't know how you get a bone into an impossible. <laughs> bone-in bone in short rib, impossible. So they kill the cow just for the bone so they could put the impossible stuff around it. But again, you can't, it, it would be illegal and they'd have to go to confession. Okay. but So boneless, important to note, impossible Korean short rib with cilantro, lime, rice, Don Muji slaw and kimchi mayonnaise, which again, like mayonnaise is made with eggs. So is this a vegan mayonnaise or is this like, this is like on the fence, right? No, this is a vegan mayonnaise. Is it? Okay. Well, it doesn't say that it's vegan. So who knows? That's what I'm saying. then we have a lavender pot de creme with blueberry cake, pink peppercorns and lime whipped cream. So nothing really jumping out on that one, obviously. Talking a little bit about uh, some Joffrey's, some specialty drinks, but that's pretty much it. I really, I really think uh, Canada and the Magnolia Terrace jumped out the most at me. Northern Bloom and Magnolia Terrace. Yeah, really, I would have to agree really with sounded you. Sounded fantastic. And I would also um, probably check out France, the Fleur de Lis. Sounded good, but that uh, that corned beef brisket, the hash with the uh, cheese curds, a soft post jag, and a Tabasco hollandaise that one's kind of messing me up from the Epcot Sunshine Griddle. Is it a little bit? A little bit. Anything that uh, surprised you, or nothing really? It's kind of the same as always, you get a it's few booths that are flare. decent, and then the rest of it's kind of skippable. Yeah, it's your standard flair. Nothing particularly bad that really jumped out, but I feel like they're making a lot of the safe choices again. A lot of the same stuff I remember, even from a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, it's a lot of the same stuff. Not a ton of ton of change there. Anything else that you want to talk about here? Should we take our uh, second break? We can take our second break here. All right, we'll be right back. Canada far too fast and beautiful for words to ever really tell in Canada ten thousand dawns and sunsets I could see and still not know you well Je suivi la trace de tes oiseaux de neige dans les forêts 
Jette un peu à peu ton cœur et je vois plaisir Comme si, comme l'enfant Canada, mon Canada Aboutissement d'oreilles pour tous les voyageurs That has to be the best song they've done. Isn't oh, it? by f- oh, it's gonna be—it's up there anyway. Like, I mean, you get a lot of the other ones, and they're catchy, and you like them. But like the lyrics, the singability—I mean, it's in—it's perfect, it's in French, isn't it? And I'm like singing along top of my lungs. I love that song. <laughs> that one in the uh, the song from the show in the America Pavilion, "Golden Dreams," is also oh, very yeah. good. Two great songs from Epcot. Place they're destroying right now. Did you see that? Uh, speaking of Epcot, did you see they like put that thing outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy? What? Like they're uh, <clears throat> kind of like it's supposed to be like one of the spaceships that you ride on. So in all the concept art, it showed these things, and they look like almost like stars. They were like very pointy. And it showed them, and it looked like they were floating. So they finally put one out, and it's just on this, like, ugly-looking, like, it looks like jail bar. It's just leading up to it, just, like, sitting in the middle of the ground. It's just, like, standing there. It's like, <laughs> they did such a poor job with it. I'm hoping it's not done, but you never know. These days, just slap a slap a sticker on it and call it a day. It looks bad. You'll have Does to, it? You'll have to look it up, yeah. But who knows? They're still not selling the APs, are they? No. Now, what's the what's the thought process behind this? Like, did they give a reason that they stopped selling? Because they brought them back for a minute, right? Yeah, they brought it back for a little while, and then they stopped again. What? Why did they stop doing that? Do we? Was there a reason they just couldn't? There weren't enough like reservations when they had the capacity lowered. Is I don't know. You you always hear the conspiracy theorists that they're trying to create demand. I mean, so they I want they, they don't want pe- they want you know you know you hear the conspiracists that you know they they want you to renew right away because you know they give they give us a, a like a a ten percent or fifteen percent discount if we renew right within that renewal period ahead of time or well we always do whatever, it because yeah. theoretically because hey we're gonna get a discount but hey if I'm not going for five months then I'm better off just not renewing and just buying a brand new one because that that buys you that five months. It buys you that five months, yeah. So it's it ends up being a lot cheaper, right? Um, I just, I just, they, they, they don't, they're, they don't have any help right now. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. I think they that's just... their biggest thing is that the resorts aren't one hundred percent occupied. Oh, they're trying to create demand. I don't know. I mean, there's also something to be said for it. If they know they can't service these hotels if they're at 100%, not booking them instead of mm-hmm. giving everybody bad service, they're giving the people that they can, you know, the same quality service they're expecting. So you have to appreciate that. I mean, they already are taking away like housekeeping and all that other stuff. Imagine if they 
you went to check in and it's like a four hour wait to check in because they only have one poor person working at the yeah, account. You yeah. know? I mean, thankfully you could do a lot of it on the phone now, but sometimes you still need to go to the front desk if you're and which I don't do. It. I don't do the phone stuff. You still like to go check in yes, at the front desk. Yeah. I'm just an old school. There's just something nice about like if you're flying in and you get that text message, like you can go right to your room. It's like that's there's nothing better when you're on the Magical Express, which doesn't exist anymore. Right. When you would get that text message saying your room is, you know, 2341, head right to your room when you get to your resort. It's like, what's better than that? But there are there are advantages when you go to the front desk. Sometimes you get upgraded to the you presidential get upgraded. suite. You could say, hey, is there anything available, you know, view wise here, view wise here? You never know. I like that interaction. Plus, I'm I'm a jobs guy. Oh, yeah. I don't want to eliminate a ton of jobs. Well, I don't think that's really an issue at this point. What do you mean? Well, they can't fill the jobs they have. I don't think you have to worry about keeping people from working. If you want yeah, to work at Disney, you, you can work there right now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. But I'm just saying, like housekeeping. No, I don't. Oh, like we'll give that you a five dollar gift card. Yeah, what these these people need jobs. <laughs> Except they can't get enough people to do it now. Yeah, it's pretty tough. You're right. Five I don't years ago, I went to Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. I had to stop at Walgreens, and right next door is a Dunkin' Donuts. So I was going to go in and get a nice coffee, and there's a sign on the door that says "Drive Through Only." Yep, the one right near my house had been doing that. It's insane. They can't yeah. get people. And then the drive-through line's like out on the street. You got two people working, and they're trying to like do all this. It's and like you say, well, pay them more, and then you got the two people in there that are doing it. And they're working three times as hard for the same pay. Yep, because they're the ones that feel guilty sitting home and not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. You're punishing the people that actually want to work, making them do more for the same money. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. That's a whole different topic for another another podcast, I think. But it is too bad that the the quality of the even just the quality of offerings or the amount of offerings suffers because of staffing, and that's. I mean, I guess Disney could just pay more, but how much? How much can they pay? They're already offering a pretty good wage. They, it they seems pay. Like. They pay pretty well. I mean, of course, you can always want more, and the benefits are a big. They're going to kill him, kill him, kill him. The CEO makes too much money. Been there, done that. I understand it, but I mean, they they can't get people. I mean, what I do mean, you have to do if you are to thirty offer thirty dollars an hour to you know operate the rides? Is that going to make a difference? I still well, well on top well, well on top of that, whenever they increase prices, they get killed. Right. So they can't win. They could they could pay people a hundred dollars an hour, but then yeah. when they have to pass those costs on to the consumer, well, they're greedy. I mean, they we we bust their chops all the time, but they get killed. I, I they become the fast food. They become not the fast food, but the tobacco company of twenty years ago. That's what yeah. Disney is now. I mean, they just. They got a target on the back of them, and yeah, I mean, we kill them for some stuff, but I don't. We don't go after that aspect. Like, as far as even pe- like, I don't mind if they want to pay the people more, pay them whatever. If you got, you have to pay to get people to work, right? Mm-hmm. If you pay enough, people will work for you. I think what we do is we just try to hold them accountable. Yes, that's what I, that's basically what I'm trying to say. And then, like, if you want to pay people this big wage, that's all great, but you have to pay more to go. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a restaurant. You talk about, oh, we shouldn't have to tip. They should pay these servers a working wage, a living wage. Well, that's fine. We could do that. But guess what? If you want to pay them $18 an hour and have no tipping, 
well, you're going to be paying that 20 to 30% more for your meal because it's just going to get built in, which it already was. So now your, your McDonald's, well, that's a bad example because of tipping, but your Applebee's 999 is going to be 1799 now. Right. And it's just going to go right. So it's the same. Like they're and not, the other reason these I companies would... aren't going to make less money to pay their people more. The reason I love tipping is because you get better service. And that's why you have tipping in the service industry. Right. Because I know damn well, I know how to make money. And I know damn well that I'm going to be a better server than you. Because I'm going to go after it. Now, if we're both making $20 an hour, then you can incentive. Yeah. Yeah. What what, what the hell do I care? I'm making the same amount. And then I'm saying, well, I'm a better server than Gary. But at the end of the day, we're taking home the same amount of money. So. Right. And occasionally you hear the stories where you get screwed. Like you do a great job and the people don't know or they just don't tip. And it happens occasionally, obviously. But But I think for every jerk who doesn't tip, there's people like you and I who give the extra. Yeah. Especially, at Dis- I always over tip at Disney because I imagine there's probably more people that will screw the wait staff there than other places. Well, the Europeans do. That's right. Well, yeah, the they, audit- don't, they don't know. They don't, know. Tip and they that's don't understand not their culture. It. Yeah. But then there's also the people that are just cheap and they probably try to take advantage. Oh, look how much. This is way more than it should be. Why should oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Too, yeah. Exactly. You, you get it from both angles. Well, it's the same thing like concierge, like, um, bell service i use sure. those guys all the time now yeah but i understand like if i don't want to tip i'm not going to use them oh no doubt about it if i use them i'm going to tip i'm not going to do it oh that's their job they have to do it you know obviously i'm going to tip those guys if i use them but i'm like two schools i like tipping because i worked in tipping jobs so i like to tip but i also like the service like there's nothing better than pulling up to the front of boardwalk and popping your yeah. trunks and having them load you up. That's true. And then going up and then parking and not having to wheel your crap around and then going upstairs to your room and calling down and within five minutes those bags are they're there for in you. your room. I think yeah. that's a fantastic service. Yeah, well, with anything. If you're like even like valet, like you said, that's a that costs money, but now valet I would never get into because I just can't justify that. I'm still too cheap for that. No, but it's a service. But you know, but you know what? If you got a, if you got some money, what's better than walking out and not having to go pick your car up all the time? Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a, obviously you can throw money at a lot of problems. But valet it's is nice. Yeah, sure. Makes me nervous. I feel out of place doing that too. Oh, you feel like you're you're a big timer? Yeah. Well, I, well, no. I feel like you shouldn't be valet parking your. You know your beat up minivan or whatever. Oh, let's. I I'm driving a 2014 Volkswagen Jetta. I that's don't want to hear yeah. your 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 real world problems. Well, that's what I'm saying though. That's what I mean. Like, doesn't that feel weird? Like pulling up to the Polynesian and throwing the keys of that to the valet. <laughs> oh yeah, it would for me. But you're you're driving like a brand new Lexus SUV or well, whatever. The hell. It's a Jeep. It's not that. It's yeah. Not you like that thing, don't you? That thing's nice. Yeah. I remember Devor- Devorney had a nice one. He had the hardtop convertible. Oh yeah, those are the real expensive ones. That nah, his was old. Ones. His was old. His was used. He's cheap oh, too. Okay. He doesn't yeah. spend a ton of money on cars. Shouldn't say he's cheap. He's frugal. There you go. But that's why he's going to re- be able to retire in a few years. Yeah, well, that's smart. Well, anyway, at that note, is there anything else we should uh, talk about here? Are you ready to wrap things up? We can wrap things up here. All right. I do want to reiterate, go to the YouTube page, search for WDW Beyond the Gates, and watch our newest video, the Amare Dining Review. 
subscribe, watch our old videos. We got some good stuff up there from the past as well. Go find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Subscribe wherever you download your podcasts, and uh, you can go to our website, WDWBTG.com. Anything else? Nope. Bring us home, parts. That's going to do it for episode number 409 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-R.